before you get off the golf course today, you could have some moments that will change the course of your life. Hello and welcome to the Golf Practice Podcast. My name is Andy Hayes. With me, Jansen Mizrak, Pete L., Pete Leinenweber. Guys, hey, Hello. welcome back. Thank Good you. to be here. It's September 20th. The season is winding down. It is winding down. This is down. the time we start to get a little bit reflective. My favorite time of the year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> favorite time of the year is now till, till about October. June. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. June is when the game starts going downhill. Wow. Actually, that's not true, but uh, <laughs> kind of is. I stopped playing. I don't play as much in June, July. Um, so now is it's what I'm sprint. pumped up about. That's right. great. We've got... A lot to get to today, and and as we start, I'm actually gonna we're gonna start with a with a reading from a few of our our sacred texts of the pod of the podcast. Excited before we get to the, the first sermon. Of, we've <laughs> <laughs> we've uh, we've talked about these before, but um, the first is from uh, from the book Golf's Holy War, where this guy is with um, the author. Brett Sergalis. Yep, that's who it was. It was uh, playing around at, at Bandon Dunes and nice. with this group of this group of people. And he was talking. And so he, this is how kind of the book ends. I suppose it's a spoiler alert, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> he said, when, when that brief round of golf ended, there was no feeling of where the hell did that go? There was no longing or regret. Maybe golf at its core is about creating more memories, jamming them into the same four or five hours that would otherwise have seemed to go by faster. Maybe subconsciously that's what brings us back. Not one good shot or one good hole or even the competition, but the feeling that we've extended our time here. After all, our brains have evolved over millennia to help us adapt and survive. Maybe it's only instinctive to want something that makes you feel as if you were living longer. Our second reading is from Michael Bamberger's book, Golf in the Lynxland. Um, and this is from, from his coach that he meets, uh, whose last name is Stark. He says... Because it gives us energy, Michael. That's the single best thing about the game. The better we play, the more energy we get. From now on, ask yourself after every round if you have more energy than before you began. He said this is much more important than score, much more important than the score. Mm. Mm. So powerful. Yep, these two, um, these two readings, and and you know our own experience lead us to to seeing that golf. Uh, is actually life-giving. Right? The first one, the guy s- makes an argument that um, it's almost like he also talks about string theory and that thing, and that while you're playing mm-hmm. golf, it's almost like time extends, right? Like there's, you can fit much more, more emotions and events and things into that into four hours of golf than you could into doing four hours of anything else. Sure. So that would be a reason, a reason to do it or to play it. And then the other one of like golf gives you energy. Another reason to play it. It's like giving you something more than, than when you started as opposed to taking away. So rather than being uh, just like hoping we have a day where like, oh, this was a life-giving day, I've asked you guys to look back on your years and think through what were the, what were kind of the most life-giving rounds of yeah. the year, what rounds gave you the most energy, what rounds extended your time the most, and then what rounds were, uh, were, were draining right? Which rounds did you just feel exhausted after? And so I, I think that once we kind of share these these stories, then we can maybe use the power of the group and, and hopefully come to some conclusions as to, how, I mean, who wouldn't want to play more rounds that, that give you energy? Yeah, certainly. No doubt. Um, so how, let's, we're going to start with, start with the good rounds. Like what, let's go one, let's maybe go like one to time. Okay. And then we'll just like go through until we've shared all, all that we've got. I think you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. one round. So, so Jansen, do you share a round first? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I, got what a cu- rounds? I got a couple. So we just starting like one right now. Well, do you feel like they all kind of fit together? Uh, or yeah, yeah. Okay, you go first. Yeah, yeah, just share your share your the round. Like what rounds? How do you describe the rounds that were life giving? Yeah, I, I for think you? they yeah, I think yeah. they fit together, um, but they are a little bit divided between like modern clubs and hickory. I feel mm. like there there was a big distinction there sure. of like what my enjoyment was or, or how much energy I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one, um, when you when you asked or gave us the this prompt, Andy, uh, 
you know, the first question was what rounds gave us energy, what were life giving? And the first one I wrote down was um, playing Hickory with, with you, Andy, Peter Donahue, um, John Byrne, and, and Tim when he joined us for like, he was on his 27th uh, round of uh, his third nine of the mm. day for 27 holes, and we were on our back nine to finish in 18. That uh, group, that fivesome playing Hickory that day, was that was, I'll never forget that. That was a thrill. I think um, a few weeks pr- uh, before that, when we all played Hickory, and I think you were there, mm-hmm. Peter. We played with Peter Donahue, Tim, myself, and and you, Andy. That was like uh, my first time as a as a group playing playing Hickory. So that was pretty sweet as well. Um, That's in my list, but I'll add to that in a sec. Yeah. So those were those were really really fun times. And then the other one I wrote down was my uh, my round at Mammoth Dunes where. Um, I was with my team for the fall staff trip, went pretty low, made every putt I looked at, and there was a, there was a lot of freedom in that round mm. uh, that I think fueled me for the rest of that trip because there was a lot of golf on that trip. What made your hickory rounds, like, why do you think? I think uh, it gave me... I mean, I guess relating it back to like why did it give me energy? It gave me energy because there was like uh, so much, so much new. Hmm. So that uh, there was a, there, I was playing with people I've never played with before, and I probably wouldn't play with those people had I not sure. been playing Hickory, right? So that was cool um, to get to know people and be very engaged and like just socialize. And then we've talked about it; and it's well documented of just how many more variables you have to take into consideration when you're playing with these clubs. So you're just super engaged and, um, physically more demanding, I think of, uh, trying to feel things and do things to hit the shots that you want and, and make the club selections and the shot selections that you want to hit. And so that sense of, um, I don't know, brain stimulus was pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah. So something new engaging, a little bit different than what you're used to. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of like our, I'm trying to avoid the conclusion of like the only way to play golf with energy is to play hickory golf. No, so yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to yeah. draw connections to like what, well, what is it about this that, that brought that out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think it was more, you know, okay. So this is a little, a little side story. I think the, I think when you have a group of people that you're playing mm-hmm. golf with, that are a variety of ages, it's pretty cool. So yeah. that kind of goes to my time. Um, well, when we played with, with, I'm the youngest in the group with, with uh, that round with Hickory. So it was myself, then you, Andy, you're a little older than I am. Tim's, you know, middle-aged. And then John and Peter are, you know, yeah. pretty much retired, right? So um, actually John's like 80-something, isn't he? He's not, I, I don't know idea. if he's 80, but yeah. I don't know. I just know that he's in phenomenal shape for his sure. age, okay. which is pretty yeah. impressive. Uh, and and so I think that's cool. And then on the staff trip, you know, for my team was was Christian, who's, you know, a young 20-year-old. I'm almost 29. And then AP. And, uh, mm, sure. and then Peter Donahue. And so it's like, man, we're all, like, different stages in our life, but we're all together for five hours walking yeah. around, you know, and – competing it was cool. really cool. really fun but also just like i think fun conversation comes from that because everyone has a unique perspective on whatever you're talking about yeah so that's pretty enjoyable so i'll pass i'll pass yeah. it on to you there pete those were those were the ones that came that's to great. mind for Unless, me pete do you have any follow you can you know this is an open floor if you have any uh well, questions for him or i'm i think one of my rounds is one that he just mentioned yeah. so i'm gonna bounce some things yeah. off of All you right. guys for that right. you were also in that round yeah. um <clears throat> I don't think it takes hickory clubs to get energy from a round yeah. of golf, sure. but I don't think it hurts. Okay. Mm. Um, right. Put I that on a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go to our website, golfpracticepodcast.com. <laughs> yeah. merch. merch. New merch just, just dropped. dropped. <laughs> <laughs> like, share, and subscribe. Uh, that was a Friday, late, like late May. So like we had a big summer coming up, um, mm. which ended up being a very big summer. But perfect weather i think it was like yeah i don't know mid 60s um and you made a great point that i hadn't thought about about the ages i thought i think that's like a that's a deep deep quote there i mean that's true like if you're yeah, playing with people weird, that are right? from different but backgrounds different i mean uh, tim's from australia like yeah. not only do we have different ages we have different parts of the world yeah um 
and everybody it was you know playing hickory um at a really cool golf course spring valley i think that course just suits doing stuff different playing at a fivesome how often do you play in fivesomes other than that golf course um that was the second time i think i had played hickory so at least i knew somewhat what to expect going into it um but it was just like a i don't know um the best word to describe it but it it, it makes you think a different way make because obviously like literally your yardages are all different your clubs are different so not only are you strategizing differently but it makes you think differently about your swing um i think tempo and rhythm are key as you both know um if you try to go after it a little bit you'll probably pay the price and i've always liked to do that so i had to you know hold it back a bit but um I had my little cheat sheet in my golf bag of my yard track man yardages, which we found out pretty quickly are not accurate on uh, in <laughs> yeah. practice and on the course. Well, they're a baseline. They're baseline, yeah. yeah. Very um, baseline. I still have that sheet, and I know roughly how much to add or subtract from it based on, on the three or four rounds I've played with them. But, yeah, perfect day, great group. Um, and it didn't take – like, I think when you hit poor shots – subconsciously you're like whatever like i don't play these clubs I don't, i'm not comfortable with these clubs it's okay so, as opposed to when you're playing you know perfectly fitted golf clubs for you when you hit a poor shot you're like i'm not supposed to do that mm. so i think that frees you up a little bit um but yeah just a 10 out of 10 round i thought um excited to do that again sometime in the future hopefully play with tim again i thought that was a great five some um also my other round is like a mix of the yeah. two it started off sucking the energy out of me and then it finished off giving me all the energy so should Ooh. i save that or do you no. want me to hop in it's kind of a long-ish story that's fine i think what rounds gave you like we're life giving by the end that's what we're okay. searching for okay so. all right quick background here quick background so um if you remember the resolutions podcast i said i wanted to play more golf with my dad and i said i wanted yeah. to play more golf with my wife Okay. Oh, so this yes. includes yeah, both absolutely. of those people. You, you even put like a percentage on it. Yes. So I've only played <laughs> <laughs> twice with both, right. okay. but that's more than normal. So right. I'm, I'm trending, as they say. Yeah. Um, so my parents are renovating their house in Evanston. Um, they're almost empty nesters. My youngest sister is a sophomore at Marquette. So she was home for the summer, but she's the last person living at home. Yeah. And... Their house is basically a construction site, so like they need to get out of the house, yeah, get away from it. Yeah, as many excuses as possible. Like, exactly. To get out, right? And so I remember one time this summer, my mom's like, yeah, we're, we're playing golf like every Friday, the three of us. And my initial reaction, I swear, my initial reaction was like bitter. I was like, I grew up playing golf all the time. Golf was a huge part of my life, and nobody ever wanted to play with me when I was a kid. Whoa. So I was like, well why now why not you know 10 years ago yeah and then i thought about it for another second i'm like that's such a terrible way to think about it like i love this game it's given me so much it's given me a career like better late than never right so i i quickly realized that that was a dumb way to think about it so i was happy for them that they were doing that and they did it i think once a week the whole summer uh, my dad my mom and my sister annie and Later this summer, uh, for my birthday, my parents were like, yeah, we'll take you out to play golf. Like, this will be our present to you. And I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. So Kate got included in that plan. So the four of us last Friday went and played the Glen. Um, it was like four-ish o'clock was our tee time. It was, I don't know, 68 degrees. It was, I think, the best time of year to play golf and the best time of day to play golf. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is great. Golden right? hour in the fall. Golden hour in the fall. It's great. <laughs> Late summer. So I had a plan. I'm sorry, this is a long story, but I'll no, get, I'll get so, it. This is, this is what is this you, podcast? You got me on the edge is. of my yeah. seat, yeah, Pete. Yeah, so, and it gets it gets good. So I had a playing lesson that afternoon at sunset. So I came straight from sunset. It ended at like two o'clock. So I actually had a lot of time to kill. So I went and got the car washed, and then I went to um, to the Glen. I'm like, I'm gonna get some putting practice in. I've been meaning to practice putting, but actually practice it, not just like hit putts around. So I got there at like three o'clock. I spent like 45 minutes by myself on the green. It was great. So Kate shows up like 3.45, took an Uber from the city, got there. My parents show up at like 3.50. We're teeing off at 4 o'clock. My mom gets out of the car. She's like, oh, I think I'm going to go hit some balls. And I'm like, well, we tee off in 10 minutes, so I don't know if that's going to work. 
And again, this gives you some context. My mom's not a golfer, so mm. like, she didn't. Yeah. Why would she, she know? know. Yeah. Sure. And she was like, "Oh, like that's a bummer. Like I really want to hit balls. I'm like, okay, so, but if next time you want to hit balls, you got to show show up like let's say 45 minutes early or whatever." So we get on the course, and I'm playing with you know my wife who never plays, doesn't have clubs. My mom who never plays doesn't have clubs. My dad's played. He plays like twice a year. We've all, have you guys had a playing lesson with like two beginner players where you're basically doing everything for them? Have you had one of those? I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not just the caddy. You're like the GM, the manager, Mm -hmm. the coach. Yeah, you're doing a lot. You're you're wearing a lot of hats. You're you're raking bunkers. You're scouting balls. You're like giving advice. You're doing so much so that you're on like a 30-yard pitch shot. You're trying to describe how big of a swing to take. And that's such a subjective (laughs) thing. Like, how do you explain while they're about to hit the shot, like you want them to hit a good shot, how do you tell them how big of a swing to take? So at first I was a little like, you know, I'm trying to play my own ball too. I'm trying to have a good time. And I'm like wearing all these hats. So it's kind of stressful. And it went on for like three or four holes, this type of thing. So I'm like, and luckily we were in carts. Normally I like to walk, but at the course like the Glen and when you're like, you know, zooming around finding balls, you need a cart. So we did. So I'm flying around, finding balls, picking clubs, telling how big of a swing to take, all that, the whole nine. And I was like, on like the third or fourth hole, I was like, dang, this is not going great. Like I'm a little, t- I'm, I'm stressed out. Like I'm trying to help as much already, as I can. Yeah, you're an hour in. I'm yeah. like, a little tired already. <laughs> yeah. And then on like the fifth hole, so if you guys know the Glen, the fifth hole is that par five, really cool golf hole. You're kind of high up. You just played, I think, the coolest par three on the course. I sat back. I was like, just chill out. This is like the best possible scenario. Like I said, best time of year to play golf, best time of day. I'm with three of my favorite people in the world, finally playing golf together. The four of us have never played together and maybe never will again, but after this probably should. Um, I'm like, this is just calm down. Like you'll be okay. (laughs) So I kind of completely flipped my attitude towards it. And then the last five holes felt like three hours. So when you, read that quote of like making time expand it it really felt that way so i was like this is great i think um i I don't remember how anybody played in particular but there were some good shots hit and then when you're a beginner golfer if you see somebody hit a good shot their reaction to it and your reaction to it's pretty cool so it turned from you know stress level eight out of ten to like zero out of ten within you know three or four holes but again started off shaky and again, that's not a course to play if you're if you never play golf. Like if yeah. you don't know what tees to play, you don't know what clubs to hit, you don't even have clubs. Like it's it was a it was an interesting uh case study for the first hour and then the second hour was ten out of ten. So Did you guys just play nine? We just played nine. Yeah. And I, nice. before the round I actually thought like I is nine holes even worth it? Like why don't we just play the whole thing? But then mm-hmm. I'm like no, when you're playing with these, like it's it, nine holes is nine, nine holes. It doesn't matter what you what it's you great. shoot, how many you play. Like, and we went out to dinner afterwards to uh, what was that place called? It's right next to Barnaby's. It's this burger place that was I had never been to, but like it, it's been there since like 1950. It's right on Skokie Valley Road. Anyway, great night, really really great night. So, started off like you're mm. sucking the energy out of me, and then finished. Wait, is it that burger place? It's cash only. Yes. I, I need to give the name, know, to give a shout out. I've been there once. I need it, to go it look, back. It's like a tavern inside. Like, yeah. Kinda like, yeah yes. It almost looks like a hunting lodge. Give me two seconds and I'll Charlie put Charlie Beinlicks. Beinlicks? Beinlicks. Oh, yeah. Yes. I the saying. Charlie's, yeah. Yes. It's a cool place. Yes. Like the menus like in the corner of the of the restaurant. Yeah. They don't even give you menus there. It's just like it's a... If you get a Coke, like they come around with like a plastic two liter bottle and like yeah. they're pouring it out what? like that. They don't even have like fountain drinks. It's crazy. It cash was, only. Yeah. Cash only. It was it's like wild. there's like five tables in there. And okay. It's a really good burger. Highly recommend. I'd never been, somehow never been there before, but it was great. Yeah. So it turned nice. out to be a nice phenomenal day wow. but it started off a little iffy. Love, it. love it yeah that's cool. great man mm-hmm. sometimes you just need a deep breath on the fifth tee huh? yeah <laughs> yeah i think kate even said something she's like are you having fun i'm like yes i am i promise you yes, fun. <laughs> yes. <Dang> it. <laughs> but it was great oh. it was great um all right are those are those your two rounds is that it? Do you have more? Well, I just took up a lot of mic time. I can, I'll, I'll hop in when I, I do have one more round. What's it? What is it? Well, no. Why don't you go and then I'll, I'll, okay. then I'll add it. Well, I've got like five. So, <laughs> um, all right. You want me to just say it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I've done 
one round with the crew, friends yeah. and work and work friends, and then one round with family. So my last one is with um, some college friends of mm. mine, um, Ravislow. You guys played Ravislow? Oh, great course. Never played it somehow. Just really? never had played it. I played it for the first time last year. I, but I, yeah. you think like growing up here at some point you would have made your way down. Yeah. And I play a lot of courses down south, so I thought I would at some point play it, and I did. Um, I played that in like late July. It was like a Saturday. Um, we ended up playing 27 holes. I played with two nice. um, two really good friends of mine. They were in my wedding. They are roommates of mine in college, teammates of mine, um, Will and Pat. Uh, Will is a is the head coach at Loris College where we went to school, and then Pat um, lives in the city now, doing logistics. But anyway, we try to play as much as we can. But with Will being living in a different state and Pat working a lot, it just doesn't work out a lot. So sure. we figured this out early in the summer. We had plans for it. we didn't know where we were going to play, but last minute. And Pat's from the South Side, so he's played Revs a little before. He's like, let's go try this. I'm like, oh great! Like, I've heard great things. I should go down there. So we go play. Just the three of us. Um, that's a really cool course, first of all. So I'll say that. Um, I really, really enjoyed that. Second of all, we played 18, and this is a three people that are highly competitive. I mean, you guys know me. These two guys are very similar to me. So we've never played a round of golf where there wasn't a match on the line. Oh, for sure. But for whatever reason, just on the first tee, nobody said anything. So we just started playing. And it just stayed that way. And that was a really, really nice <laughs> change of pace. Because normally it's like a little, not heated, but it's, you know, it's competitive. And, and it's three good golfers that want to beat each other. But we just like had. You just went out. Had a day. Yeah. Um, and I don't have a lot of things to say about the round itself that stood out. But it was, again, I feel like the weather is a big key here. The weather was perfect. It wasn't too hot late July. You'd think it would be. Um, and the course was great. And then on, we finished 18. And we're like, let's just keep going. And Pat, my friend, is like, by the time I even asked that question, he's already going to the starter saying, like, hey, what's the replay fee or whatever? And he's like, just go. So we went. And we played, like, I think we played more than nine. So I think we played, like, 10 or 11 holes. But into the, you know, golden hour of that that evening. It was just a, that was a, a 10 out of 10 round. So I had my three rounds with, like I said, friends. Um family and then you guys and not that you're not my friends but different <laughs> different kinds of friends um and then uh yeah so those those were uh, my three it. that stood out all three different times of years too wow. one in the spring one in the summer and then one in the fall yeah so. all right i um uh, my turn your turn all, all right man. let's hear it let's wait oh sorry no apologies That's just fair. before we move on yeah uh when you were talking pete about you know, you have to play things differently when you're playing Hickory. But you've also, I think, mentioned, like, playing at different courses, right? And and I think maybe this could maybe lead into yours, Andy, a little bit. Um, I feel like playing a variety of courses can really help with, like, your enjoyment and energy and sure. just, like, mm. what maybe what you get excited for, right, is, like, seeing something that's a change of pace or, like, when you're in Scotland, like you have to play shots differently, like yeah. um, some of the times, right? When you're up in Sand Valley, like you got to play things differently because mm -hmm. of like the type of ground that's up there. Like, and then I just played down south in Texas, and it's like the grass is different. Like mm -hmm. you got to you got to play stuff differently down there too, you know. So yeah. it's just like I think sometimes that variety of like seeing whether it's something new or just like a, like a link style versus like an American style, whatever it is, can be pretty pretty fun. So, I totally, I don't totally. Know. Agree Would you with kind that. of agree with that? Because yes. it's like it's even though like because I think Spring Valley, you play at Hickory, you play at Modern. That golf course is going to like beat you up the first couple mm -hmm. times because the greens are so small, um, and like that that golf course requires different shots than like Sunset Valley does, right? Uh, yeah, just because of like what it is, and mm -hmm. then you add different clubs to it, and it's just a whole nother beast. So. Yeah. I d and to add to that, you, you in the quote you read earlier, like they were talking about like making memories. I feel like playing a new course is going to stick out a heck of a lot more in your brain than playing the course you play all the yeah. time. Um, and I've been lucky enough since I started working here that you guys have dragged me to so many courses that I ne probably never would have played otherwise. Um, I never would have gone down to Calumet had we not gone that one time three years ago. I never would have gone up to Spring Valley. I don't even think I'd ever heard of it. Um, so... Yeah. Credit yeah. to you guys for that. Oh. All right, my my first rounds. Uh, 
going actually winter rounds. Pete L. Persimmon matches daily. Wow. In on, the simulator. On yeah. The track was, man. That is. <laughs> wow. I wasn't expecting that. Played about two nine hole matches, maybe a, a day. <laughs> we remember. played a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's At least lot. once a week. Um, well, yeah, more than once a week. Um, but we, but we never. We one time we, we played with our modern clubs and we tried to do a TrackMan event, and it was a <laughs> scramble. I remember uh, that. And <laughs> we like did pretty bad, and then we tried it again with our persimmons, and then we did pretty. We did a lot better. So, um, that's the one I wrote down. Um, the next is early, just like any of the early hickory rounds. Um, felt like new experiences feeling of being like being the first being one of the first golfers mm. that was like the mindset i kind of put myself in um lead uh playing lido when jansen and i played lido for nine oh, holes man. just such a like such a surprise that we got to go play and also when i, I got to play Mer- i played merit tim took me and my brother actually to merit club uh to play hickories and so that was another fun day that was like I just put under like that's a was a surprise round yeah, like like yeah. rounds that you wouldn't really have expected to. Is that when Zach get. broke his driver in the first yeah. tee? No, no, first shot it was on the driving range. The first oh. shot, yeah, yeah, oh, broke tough. it. But he had one iron. He striped it. That's whole, great. The whole day. <laughs> that's great. Um, and then the last was my best. You know, my goal was to shoot under par, and so I did like two weeks ago at at Bryn Mawr, at Bryn Mawr Country yeah, Club with cool. Henry Way, and so that round I had. I literally had no expectations like going into it. So I was like, Henry, uh, he's, just a, uh, he's in eighth grade, and he's like, uh, we set up like we could go because they know the superintendent. So we could go on it. It was the Tuesday after uh, Labor Day because the course was closed. And so I texted him. I was like, do you want to pl- like, do you want to play Hickory's? He's like, absolutely. So wow. Wait, Henry played him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like excited that we could. You know, like someone else wanted to do it, you know, share the experience with someone else. So, like, had no thought that I could have played, you know, I was like happy just like hang out and let someone yeah. else play hickories. But, and so then, so we started on the back nine that day and I started, so it's a long part, it's like 180 yard par three with wind. It's the first hole of the day, no <laughs> driving range. Tough. The top tough, tough, tough start. So, that was a bogey. That was a bogey. <laughs> and then I parred a short par four. And I parred the next hole, uh, a longer par four. And then I went birdie, birdie, eagle over the wow. next three holes. And I knew in the past I have gotten scared when I had stretches like that, but I just knew that I would like, I, I, I just had a feeling like nothing could go wrong. Like, yeah, uh, which was a f- really fun feeling to have. And then I just like kept birdieing holes that I shouldn't have birdied really, you know, like it wasn't. Like, oh, you take care of the par fives or whatever. It's like, oh, hole, let's see, hole one. Oh, I'll tell the, so hole, okay, hole one. So I was th- three under after nine. And I know it's not that hard. It's not that hard of a course because mm-hmm. there's like, there's five par fives and there's a couple short par fours. Um, so I knew I'd have like more birdie opportunities. So I, mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling like afraid of, of the, the next nine. And then so... But I was like, okay, you still gotta, still gotta hit the shot. So I hit really good. I hit good drive on one. Then I hit next shot, like just short of the green, like 30 yards. And I was like, I, I was literally, I was thinking about you guys. Cause like Pete, we always have a thing when, when Pete plays, he always sets a, a number that if he breaks par, mm-hmm. he ordered, buys clubs. Yeah. And so we've been talking about it. It's All cool. the drive home. Yeah. And so I'm like <laughs> standing over this chip. It's an easy chip, like 20 yards, like got a lot of green to work with. And I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm going to be the first one to break par. And I was thinking about <laughs> being able to tell you guys that was, that I'm, I'm wow. going to break, that I'm going to do it. And then I sculled it over the green. Like, <laughs> right after you thought about yeah, that? Yeah, oh, exactly. my goodness. Not being very present. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So, that's the, the golf gods being like, not? Literally, not yeah, yeah, literally, a, skull, yep. literally a skulled it. chip. And then, so I was like short-sighted. I'm just like, let's hit it on the green to 20 feet, uh, get out of there. But then I made the putt. For par. Wow. So say par and then hole two is like one of the hardest par four. It's like dog leg left. It's kind of longer one. And I hit it uh well this was a cool I hit it uh two I had a good shot and I hit next probably one once from one sixty I hit it to like twenty feet pin high and then like the sprinkler started going 
off on the green. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm not going to go pick it up. So I go up and I hit the putt, made it Bert with the, <laughs> in the wow. sprinklers. Yeah. Yeah. Sprinklers. yeah. Yeah. So that was like that. And then so that, so then that four, yeah, four, then I parred the next one. And the whole after that, it's like has out of bounds left. And I'm like, my miss is left with my hickory. So I was like, I am like as far right as I could. And I just like hit it into the right rough on purpose. But mm-hmm. then I hit that shot to like five feet and made it. So it's like wow. everything was going. So what are you, three right. or four under at this point? No, that was actually five under. Five yeah. under. Yeah. Wow. And then I had, I did pretty good. I had a double, and I had a double. I finished something like double. Oh, yeah. I doubled the par three. I had five. What was I? Five under. Yeah, I was five under with oh, five th- to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, five under with five to play, and mm-hmm. so I'm like, or maybe five under with four, something like that. I'm like, okay, if I just make bogeys, I'll you know, because <laughs> no, all I cared about was shooting under par. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't care about stretching it. And I know, you know, maybe people will think I'm not telling the truth, but I like, just wanted to shoot. Like that's the only place my mind was that shooting yeah. par, and so but it was like an easy par three, and I hit my my drive like left or my shot left into like it was a tough lie, and I couldn't I didn't get it on the green from there, and I made double on the par three, um, so now I was three over, three over with three to three over with three to play, so now it's not quite as and it's like a lot of wind. It's probably twenty mm-hmm. miles like. I was playing really, really good. Like, there's a lot of wind. It was, like, difficult, mm-hmm. difficult day. I was making tons of putts, but it's still, like, seven, eight, nine. Seven was a par four, like, dead into the wind. Eight is a par three uh, over some water, but the water doesn't really come to play. And nine is, like, a tough, it's, like, the toughest par four on the course. So it's, like, nothing, yeah. like, oh, man, nothing's given. Mm-hmm. Like, so dead into the wind. Normally, it's, like, a drivable par four, but with so much wind, I was, like, okay, well, with the wind, it brought like all of these fairy bunkers into play that are normally like not in play. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, if I hit it good, I'll, I'll be able to get over the fairy bunker. But I didn't. I hit it in the fairy bunker mm-hmm. and I was near the front of it and it had like a steep lip. And I was like getting ready to just like chip it out to the side. But then I like saw it. I was like, I think I could make it over at 90 yards into the wind. Wow. And it was like Tiger at uh, Carnoustie where he was in that fairway bunker. Yeah. Um, where it was like, yeah. where it's like, Bolton. you have, but the, in the moment, it was like, you, this is either, this is either going to work out or it's gonna like ruin my rock. You it's know, like it's gonna, right. the I, shot, yeah, the shot. yeah, that it was is the defining moment. Yeah. It's like, if this works, like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. And if not, yeah. and I hit it, and I hit it on the green to thirty. That's a, that's like the most severe sloping green where there's like the right side is way high and then the left side looks like way really far down mm-hmm. to the left. And I hit it left and the pin was up on the right and I had like 30 feet straight up the hill and I made it. You made that yeah. one? Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Oh my I didn't know that. Yeah. And then I bogeyed, I bogeyed the last two. They were, they were decent, bo- but uh, they were defensive bogeys on the last two holes. And, yeah. Uh, and so Wait, that so was... So your last four were double birdie bogey bogey? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was... That's insane. That's insane. So that was a what a a round. Just like good moments of like things. I didn't. I I, you know felt kind of comfortable and I just it's like it'll be fine. So, um, yeah. That's I think that's 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 my that's my story. So I have the ones I had early hickory rounds. Just kind of like a new new experience. Lido and Merritt surprise. That's the theme. And then the Bryn Mawr round was no like no expectations going into it so um kind of my those are what brought me yeah. you know the you love you love your themes like just categorize it themes. yeah i appreciate Thank you. that yeah. it's good yeah yeah um, i like that um so all right next next question is then what rounds what rounds were draining took away energy mm. let's just go in the same order um trying to think i i have one written down but i feel like i have like maybe maybe another one but but honestly like this one was hard for me to come up with because i feel like this year's been like really a really great season for me personally um one from a score standpoint like i've played some really great golf but also just and and this will kind of get to it later i feel like golf was like one of the most consistent things in my life this last year Mm. Whereas, like, 
a good, um, like a good escape. Like I knew what I was going to get, like going into it. Right. Sure. And I think, um, planning a wedding and just having like all these events to go to and parties and like family stuff and, you know, some travel sprinkled in. It's like a lot of these things are once in a lifetime opportunities and you don't exactly know how they're going to go, even though you're planning a lot for them Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of organization and yada, yada, yada. But I know how to play golf. Like, and I know when I go on a golf course, even if it's a new course, like I know, I know what to expect. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe I don't know, expect how to play. Like I like going into it with like no expectations. Like that's one of your themes. I think I've had quite a few rounds this year where I'm like, okay, zero expectations because maybe I haven't played in a while or, or, um, you know, it's a new course or whatever it is. And, uh, and, and those are sometimes the best rounds when you just go in with a, with a sense of freedom. But, but again, to kind of wrap it up, I think, um, that I think that, yeah, golf's been like a pretty consistent thing for me, which makes it hard to kind of answer this of like, well, which, which things drained you. Um, and, and I think honestly, the last round I played down in Texas was, was probably the most draining round. Um, or unmotivating round that I've played. And I normally really look forward to playing with my dad and my brother because I don't get to do that as often as I used to. Um, You know, Jake uh, just had his first kid, and so, like, he's not going to be able to play (laughs) as as much probably. Mm -hmm. But he's, you know, he's working down there and and has a family. And, you know, I get to see my dad only a couple times a year. So I was super excited to go spend time with them. I don't think I was excited to play golf um, to sp- in order to spend time with them. Mm-hmm. And so I like was playing okay, but then I was just like really fighting my swing. I'd been in the car a bunch. Like my body was not feeling good. Mm-hmm. And it just like I just had nothing. And like I was looking more forward to just like the conversations of like just talking with my brother <laughs> in the cart or like just talking on the green with my dad. You know, I was – enjoying that more than I was like playing. Um, and I think it wasn't probably until like the last four holes where I was like on one, I think it was like on 12 T I, I like blew one way OB, right? Like the biggest push I've ever had. I'm like, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. And then the next one I snap hooked left and I was like, Oh my God. And like, they both felt like pretty good swings. I'm like, what is going on right Mm -hmm. now? It was just like so frustrating. And then I'm like missing wedge shots from like 85 yards. I'm like missing the green. It's like, what? Like this, this doesn't happen. Uh, so like the last three or four holes, it started to like mist a little bit. And this course is like, it's good, but I wasn't like super pumped to like go play there. Uh, the last four holes, I just like, literally got up no practice swings and just like just just swung and like those were some of the best shots i hit when i just like didn't care or just like mm-hmm. wasn't trying to like find something just to like i don't know get through it um yeah. so i don't know it was just like it was such a weird one i d- i just found myself not wanting to be there although i want kind of th- i felt like the reason why i was there was so that i could spend time with the people that i wanted to spend time with you mm-hmm. know um so that was kind of like that was different for me. That was the first time that like I didn't want to play golf for a while for some reason. It's interesting. All so right. yeah, that was cool. that was draining. Yeah, um, I think the whole, I my goal was to play more golf this year. That was one of my resolutions. I don't think I did. I did not play as much as I wanted to for whatever reason. Not this year. I don't have an excuse of planning a wedding or any of that um but the times that i played were were overall pretty great i mean um i didn't have any like rounds where i was i'm done with this game or anything like that and i don't think i will hopefully ever but similar story um to you jansen i when was this it's been like two or three oh it would have been labor day labor day weekend kate and i went to uh south bend to visit her parents and then her aunt and uncle um, who went to Notre Dame and have like a condo there and they invited us to go to the game on Saturday and then her uncle, dad, and myself played golf on the Sunday before we went home. Um, 
And I had played, it's this course, it's Notre Dame's home course. It's called the Warren Golf Course. Really cool golf course. I think they had the senior um, U.S. Open there two or three years ago. But um, I had played there before and with those two before, and so I was really excited about it. Um, I love playing with Kate's dad. He's um, very easy to hang around, very easy to talk to, and like he and I spend a lot of time just hit, just the two of us on the golf course. So I've always enjoyed that part of our relationship. Um, and then her uncle is basically her dad's twin. I mean, they're like, they're like Irish twins, like nine or 10 months yeah. apart. And they're, they look alike, talk alike, act alike, both Minnesota guys from Minneapolis. He actually lives in Minneapolis still. Um, so I was very excited for this round. So we get there and, um, we get paired with this single who's like a 25 year old finance kid from who went to Notre Dame, who's from D.C., who lives in Chicago. He actually lives like two blocks away from me, which was funny. Um, and he was a nice kid. Uh, I think he meant well, but he came across kind of like, um, I don't know what the word would be here. He came across different differently than I think he actually was. He just wasn't the most enjoyable person to hang around. I, and I, it's hard playing with this playing with a group of three people who are together and you being the single like I've been in that position before it's kind of awkward he ended up riding in the cart with my um with Kate's uncle so um anyway that round I like went in with expectations like high expectations because I had played very well there the last time I'd played there and the night before we had been chatting um in their garage just the three of us hanging out about like each other's games and I had been saying like, Oh, I'm playing pretty well. Like I'm excited for tomorrow. And they, they also said that the same thing. Um, and it, it didn't go that way. It didn't go as planned. I was in the fescue every hole looking for my ball, every hole. I was wearing shorts. And so like, I came out <laughs> at the end of the round and my, like I was scratched all over my legs yeah. and I found, a, I was surprised how many times I like had a good idea where my ball went and I found it. I think I'm used to looking for our students balls or whatever. And I'm just, I'm getting better at it. And, but I'm, when you're just hacking out of the, oh, out of the fescue all day long, even when you hit some, I hit some good ones out of there, like some really good recovery shots. It just, that's draining, physically draining and mentally draining. Um, and I like was like scrambling well. And I was like actually playing decently all things considered until, the 16th hole is this like, and I had been hitting my driver poorly all day, all day. 16th hole is this really short par four, dog legs slight to the left up the hill, OB right, OB left, but it's only like 310 or something. And it's not super narrow, but if you miss, you're gone. You're gone. Yeah. And similar to your story, like, I'm like, this is such an easy five iron to an easy wedge. Get out of here with four is an easy par five next hole. Like, ah, no, I. I'm going to trust the driver here. No reason to trust the driver. And I hit one so far left that I think it made it to the next hole. If, if you were able to get drive over there, which you weren't, you'd have to go all the way around. <laughs> this is like 150 yards left, like yeah. snap hook left. And I was like, I had not hit that shot in a long time. And I was just, cause I'd been missing right all day. So I was like, I'm just going to hit another one, see where it goes. Otherwise I'll drop up there. And this one went, so far right <laughs> into the OB on the right side, just like one of those like floaty block, just terrible swings. And I kind of just sat there and laughed because I was like, that was the two worst swings you could possibly hit back to back. So then I went and dropped and whatever, wedged it up there, finished off the round, didn't even put down a score for that hole or anything. But looking back at the round, it was a great time and I had a good, good, good uh, experience with, with those two, my, my father-in-law and his brother. But, I went into it with the wrong attitude. It should have just been like, "Hey, let's yeah. let's enjoy our time." I never see see her, his brother ever. So it was just like we should have just enjoyed the time, not cared so much about the the game. But it, it's hard to care, hard to not care when you're just like trying to grind out of the fescue all day. I yeah. probably hit twelve shots <laughs> out of the thick fescue. That's wow. a lot. It's a lot. My forearm. I felt it after. It felt like a forearm <laughs> workout after the round. Just digging it out of there all Your day. Legs, you got ticks on. Yeah, you. yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Do you so. feel like? Um, because I think I felt like this with my brother, and my dad, and and maybe for a couple holes with I played with one of um Ariana's cousins, but um, I feel like sometimes when you're like the pro in the group, you have expectations mm -hmm. on you externally of like 
you you have to beat everyone or you're not going to hear the end of it right or yeah you know like there's always like a little bit of like uh oh i beat the pro on that hole or you know something like that and i normally i feel like i've done a good job of like not caring about that and just knowing it's like hey 18 holes of golf is a long like a long time Mm -hmm. and that like probably gonna like do pretty good by the by the end of these four hours but like that's not always the case or like sometimes it's easy to let those thoughts or those expectations start to fuel you in the wrong way yeah even if nobody says anything that's what happened with like like my brother whooped me like when we played down in texas like Mm -hmm. we and and it was funny because like i had the scorecard i was driving the cart and uh we tied for the first five holes Mm-hmm. And and he was like, "Hey, look, we're twinning." <laughs> and then like I nice. started thinking about it. I'm like, "Oh, that's really cool." But then I'm also like, "How are you like beating me right now? Like, yeah. like how are you like yeah. you know?" He was playing great, which was like so cool to see because he's like been putting some serious work in his game. But it was also this kind of thing is like, like this isn't me. Like mm-hmm. now I need the press, you know. Yeah. But it's like, why? Like, why, why did I need to do that? Um, and I'm unmotivated, like, that's a great recipe, dude. <laughs> you know, so, like, I feel like there's sometimes that can be challenging, especially, like, you know, if you're talking with your father-in-law and uncle, like, the mm-hmm. night before, saying, like, yeah, I'm playing pretty good. And they're like, yeah, we can't wait to see you. Yeah, it's like, oh, crap, now I just, like, talked myself into this. Yeah, I think that's been the case for me, like, my whole life because I was, again, the only, back to my story earlier, the only golfer in my family, yeah. in, in, even in my extended family, other than my grandfather. So, like, whenever I played with anybody, it was like, oh, we're playing with the golfer. It's like, you gotta... Yeah. Not that that... You're, like, kind of making it up in your own head, but you, you, do, you do put random pressure on yourself. Yeah. Like, it doesn't It doesn't matter. matter. We're really... It's, like, score aside, just, like, the, especially for you, like, just the way you hit the ball, like, that's a spectacle to see, you know? <laughs> like, and you just hit even it pretty... If you hit it, even if you missed it all day long, like, all day it doesn't long, matter. Like, compared like, to, like, a 20 know. handicap, it's like, big, yeah. it's pretty good, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it, I don't know. I, I feel your struggle with that a little yeah. bit, because I feel like I've gone through that, you know, personally, you yeah. know, through the years, too. For sure. Of, um, it's like, man, that's kind of a burden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. All right, and my two rounds were, um, one was in at Sunset with Jansen and Zach and Kalen. Um, oh, that who, was so fun. It, <laughs> was, it was fun. fun it was fun because, like, we had three of us, and Kalen is my student, and he just, like, pulled up in his car and was going to play by himself. We're like, hey, like, join us. like, And yeah. he just, like, hit. I've never seen him play so good, so that was that part of it was fun. But, like, mm-hmm. that was, like, after... I decided I was going to not play hickory clubs on staff trip. And I was, so then I brought out, you know, my paradigm and, uh, you know, white hot putter. And so now he was just going into it like, okay, like I'm going to make a score now. I'm going to use modern equipment and actually try. We're going to, should be easy. It'll be easy. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And, and I shot, I think I made a lot of birdies, but I shot 80, 82 with like a few just really bad, really yeah. bad lost balls that I, didn't really have any sense of like why that happened or mm-hmm. anything like that. And so that was just, uh, it was still, I think it was still like a fun day in the end. Cause our, I think our match was, was like pretty close. We had a good but, match because you were like making some birds, yeah. you know, but yeah, from a individual standpoint, but I was just like, I went into it just trying, like, like now we're going to try now it's time, <laughs> you know, and, and it just didn't go that well. Um, and the other round that, uh, I think by the end it turned out it turned out to be fine, but it was when Jansen and I played Midlothian with with Chris and Mark, um, <laughs> yeah. because I that was that was when I had decided I'm just I'm back to Hickory's like I don't want to have like an experience like my Sunset Valley experience again. So I it's like I knew I was gonna be the only one playing Hickory's in the group, and I went I was like I got a good mindset like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have you know too high of expectations i'm just gonna you know i'm gonna try to mm-hmm. just like do i'll be i feel like i'll be able to keep up with the group like my irons are just as good my short game is just as good um if i lose a little off the tee like that's fine i could still you know shoot in the mm-hmm. 70s if i if i play if i play well or play play decent um and on the on the front nine i did i think it was 38 on the front nine and this was from 6,500 yards, mm-hmm. which is two, which is way f- was like farther than the Hickory U.S. Open is like 6,000 yards. So it's like a long distance to be yeah. playing those clubs from. Um, but then the back nine, I 
just started kind of like missing both ways. Well, no, I think no, number ten is like into the wind a little, and I like thought I, or no, I like strike, like pounded a ball. And the other guys kind of like miss hit their drives like into the trees left, mm-hmm. uh, and I had like 190 yards left into the wind out of the middle of the fairway, and they had probably like 140 because they just like were past everything. Yeah, and I was like, oh wow, that that's definitely a very like different yeah thing that we're we're doing here. And then, so then after that, I try I like. I just felt myself like trying to like keep up with the group, kind of like overswinging, and I ended up just missing. I just like kept missing fairways, and then from that distance with hickories, if you're missing the fairway, you couldn't like didn't even have a chance at par. Yeah. You know, I was like hitting it to like 50 or 60 yards each hole, and then mm-hmm. chipping on, and then you know it's hard, kind of hard to chip it close. It's not spinning as much. Um, yeah. And so on one like probably by whole like fifteen or sixteen, I was like, I'm ready for, I'm ready to be done playing. <laughs> like I just like, yeah, because yeah. uh, Jan- Jansen was my partner. He was literally like, I like I won, I won a hole. I contributed a few holes in the front back nine. I contributed zero holes in yeah. our best ball match. <laughs> yeah, it was all Jansen, and uh, so I just was like, what am I? You know, what's the point of this? Yeah. So, um, that was, uh, I, I, yeah, I wish I could have stayed a little more patient and, um. And hit it a little better, but I, I didn't, and that's okay. That's um, okay. I think the next time you will, you know. I'll, I'll try my best. Maybe. Um, yeah. All right. Um, I think that's that's our stories. Oh, so um, next question: Did you, based on these answers, like, did you learn anything about about golf or yourself, or like, what are the keys to to getting energy from golf? Yeah, I, for me, I think I've alluded to it a little bit. Uh, And my note I wrote, I said, I'm more motivated by the process than the score more than ever this year Um, of, I think, learning, you know, how to play with different equipment, playing with really my, again, going back to the the resolutions podcast of like people and places, Mm -hmm. I've really tried to hold pretty true to that. Um, And I find that like when both of those are a new experience, it's a new course and new people like that's, those are kind of my core memories. Mm -hmm. Or if it's like the place is like one of my favorite places, like spring Valley or sand Valley, or even if it's like I've played uh, shepherd's crook and um, I played uh, sunset Valley with like some of my adult students that I've never played with before. And it's like, well, those were like really memorable place rounds of golf as well. Like when I stick to that, to those two things it's pretty much always a win at the end of the day if like that was that was awesome and mm-hmm. i can't wait to get back out there but if any of those things are maybe like um repeated or i don't know for some of the other things it's not as hmm. it's not as fun not as enjoyable so but i think those things elevate i think that's mm-hmm. what i've learned is like those things elevate me um when i kind of follow my follow my uh, resolution of people and places. Uh, But I think like, again, like how did, and this is kind of our next question too, is like how did golf impact our life? Like I I think it was a a consistent thing for me this year and that like I'm really thankful for it because of just like we're young adults and there's like a lot of changing things that are going on in our lives and like there's a lot of growth happening and it's all very exciting, but it's nice to have, consistency and like a routine like and i think we're all creatures of habit at the end of the day and um sometimes that routine needs a little sprucing up and a little you know a little shake uh, Mm -hmm. to wake you up in the morning um, because you i don't like to get complacent with things but i think it's also nice to have like your security and like for me i think i've found enjoyment with how i approach the game more this year than than any any year in the past and that was that was big for me in a in a very big year personally Cool. Yeah, that's great. Um, similar answer to you, Jansen. I think switching it up for me this year was um, brought me brought me life in the game. I think like never ever in my life did I think I'd play hickory golf clubs. I I just never. I probably never thought that about persimmon, but hickory is a whole different beast than hitting a persimmon driver. You only hit you know thirteen or fourteen of them in a round hickory you're hitting every shot with them um there's something about playing golf without a glove that i just love 
I just love <laughs> just pulling the club out and just hitting it. Um, and I would never do that with my modern equipment just because I think I feel like I need a glove much more. Um, something about that putter that Pete has. I've been using Peter's, Peter Donahue's uh, hickory clubs. It's just like when I hold the putter, I want to look like Jack Nicholas when I'm holding it. Like I have this weird open narrow stance where I'm slouched over. It's just, I don't know, something about switching it up, whether it's the equipment or the co golf courses or the people that I'm playing with. So like I said earlier, playing with family, um, playing with people like Tim is somebody I probably never would have played golf with ever unless we had just figured that random hickory round out together. Um, cool to talk to him. He's probably the most enjoyable person to play golf with that I've ever played with. I don't know. He's just easy to talk to. You guys are on a team, right? Uh, yeah. 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 yeah He's got this cool voice. Like Australian <laughs> accents are awesome. He was just a great guy. Yeah, we were on it. I forgot we were on a team together. That made it even better. Um, and then the places like playing new courses, um, you know, Ravislow, Calumet, I'd still consider somewhat of a new course. Um, went to um, my college town and played some courses over there that I've never played. Um, it's just switching it up, whether it's the people, the places, or the equipment made it more, um, I don't know, different is sometimes good. And I've never really loved change, whether any part of my life I'm kind of, kind of avoid change mm -hmm. but like this year i changed a lot of things up and it made it usually you 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 hate change until it actually happens and you're and usually you're like oh that was actually okay that was actually pretty I'm nice fine. yeah yeah <laughs> even if it wasn't good it's like okay that wasn't that bad yeah yeah um so yeah switching it up wow. made it gave me life sweet um yeah mine i i more answered the like what imp what impact did golf have on my life and i overarching i said going Going against what everyone said was the right way or the only way to do things ended up being very beneficial. That's hard at first. Like, was like everyone's like, "What are you? You know, what are you doing? Like, why would you do this? Um, why would you?" People are still saying that. Well, yeah, they, yeah, but I'm more used to it now. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, that's a hard question to answer too. Yeah. yeah. I remember that when you guys walked up with and you saw some students and you're like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna go play persimmon." Oh yeah. And and they're like. Well, how good do you have to be to make it that oh, challenging yeah. on yourself? Like yeah. you're playing a half set, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Like you, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 It's the same question. It's that the you got same for thing, half set. right? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Like, why would yeah. you do that? It's yeah. like I don't really know, but it God, it feels well, so now right because it's more. It gives you more energy. Yeah. It gives yeah. you more energy than than, yeah. than otherwise. I mean, I was thinking like Pete. I don't. You only gave one answer of like a round that was draining, but in your rounds that gave you energy, like when you said you played with your friends at Ravislow one of the reasons you said it gave you energy was because on the tee, like no one like made it into a match. Mm -hmm. So were there rounds that like were made into a match that were kind of like, were like less. There always is energetic. Yeah. Like, yeah, there were, I don't want to name names, but there were, but so that there I was, was wondering if there's a theme for you. Is that a, th would you say that's a theme for you where like sometimes if it gets, maybe it's a certain, certain group of people or like a certain format of the day that ends up being more draining even if you like win the win the competition yeah absolutely i think it's a, there's a time and place for it um we are lucky that we get to play more golf than the average average person um so i think we're afforded the opportunity to do things like a half set to do things like a hickory to not play a match or whatever like things that other people friends in my life coworkers in my life that would like never fathom not doing playing a match you know in a round of golf like yeah. that would that would have never ever happened before for whatever reason that particular day it just yeah. didn't and it turned out to be a great day yeah. without it we usually thought my head, my the way I think about it would be like, oh, the match is going to enhance the day. It's going to bring an extra layer of competition and fun mm -hmm. to the round. When in reality, it might, yeah, but it might make it worse. It's not a guarantee. And I definitely had a two sure. or three rounds this year that stand out that were were worse. The experience was worse because of the the comp competitive part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I mean, I think that's what I talked with. You know, when you and I were talking with Peter about our, our podcast about on the Lido, yeah. um, it just seems like the people, you weren't on the staff trip, but it seems like the people who cared the most about the competition ended up being like the most burnt out by the end of the, 
whether yeah. or not they won or you know there are people on, yeah. on winning teams and the losing teams and so we're just we're just more trying to not yeah. that we're going to find a perfect formula but just think about our experiences and other people's experiences and to like how can we do you know get everything we can out of out of golf you know if golf can be can give you energy or if it can be draining why would we not not choose why energy um so but i my other notes um the impact golf had on my on my life or what i learned about about golf i it it had a beneficial so this was back to like going against the way what everyone said was the right way to do things. It was beneficial for my golf game. I feel like I got better. I felt like I understood the swing better, understood um, kind of like tempo and rhythm and tension in ways that I never have before. Um, I second that. And so that's, uh, I guess with, with like modern clubs, you don't have to quite swing in those ways, but I think it would help people too. So I'm just trying to think about that. A little bit um for my for my kind of personal gain like i got to play courses that i otherwise wouldn't have played like you never would have got to play the lido like i played merit club before but i wouldn't have gotten to to do that and so like met met new people and um just had new opportunities from from my hickory golf and then i guess even f- like professionally i felt like it's kind of a good way to um differentiate myself help students see my personality um so that's that's cool um and then overall i kind of had like what i learned like what impacted golf had my life i had overall principle of like trying hard and having expectations tends to not work out uh, you know compared to letting go um having no expectations like that seemed to be the key to to success and I guess like an enjoyment and like making the most of the experiences. So um, going forward, I'm thinking, how can I be more intentional about this? And then how can I like help other people be intentional about this too? Cause it's like, everyone's trying to play bet, try to play better golf and, or like enjoy golf more, yeah. but we just spend our time, like teach them about the golf swing. And so mm-hmm. what there, we're just, none of us once, we're like, hey, the round that gave me the most energy, most energy was when I like finally got my swing dialed in, you know, mm-hmm. like or like I finally got the right swing thought. So, um, or like the best round I played was like, you know, when I was just feeling that great position at the top. Yeah. Like, yeah. so I wanna so get my head down that. Yeah, round. exactly. So it's like that's <laughs> not our that's not our experience, and but but I think it's what a lot of other people are going for, and they're kind of like spinning their wheels in like. It not being yeah. as like satisfying as it potentially could. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, we do get to play more than people, but I bet plenty of people this year who are like, I played 40 rounds who play yeah. once yeah. a week, Same you know? And so, person. um, but the average person, I would say even, you know, maybe if you're not, if you're playing once a month, you're not gonna, you know, buy, buy hickory clubs. But I, I mean, I had, I guess one of my, one of my students, he got some hickory clubs. He's, uh, probably 20, handicap or so and he um he his best round this year with hickories was 84 which i think is best round overall with any clubs and so that says it all um that's crazy yeah i'm interested in him as a case study of like he what he likes is his other irons are just like callaway maverick irons and he when he hits the ball off the toe with a hickory club he knows it's off the toe like right away Whereas with the other clubs that you don't quite notice it Doesn't the same way, as much right? Feedback, yeah. Right? Same thing with like drive drivers t- take a little bit harder from to, to figure out, but like before, before trying hickories, he was really like, really like not good with driver. Like, I guess it just, I don't know how to describe it. Just not good. Um, and so he played hickories for a long time and then went back to modern driver a little bit and like hits it way better than he ever did before. So like the clubs, taught him who's like maybe 15 or 20 handicap a lot about like what golf what it actually takes to be good so it's i think that's pretty cool very cool too. so um all right uh anything else any final thoughts i i one one yeah. shout out i'd like to give sure. um i'd like to shout out my wife Ariana. Yeah. she 
she played her first nine holes oh. on our recent trip down to Texas. Nice. We played oh. a pitch and putt in Austin. Wow. You know, the holes were anywhere from, I think the longest hole was 110. Nice. And there were a couple 60 yarders, a couple mm-hmm. 80 yarders. And uh, she used my my pitching wedge and we rented a putter. Nice. And uh, rented a putter. bought a couple extra balls. Yeah. And she. Uh, she walked around and did it, man. Uh, it was those awesome. pitch cool. putts are awesome. It's so fun. I it's forgot so about fun. a great round. I'm not going to tell the story, but we played a pitch and putt yeah. in Spain on our oh. honeymoon, Kate oh, and I. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> it's similar to this, my story earlier where it started off just like an absolute nightmare and then finished off amazing. It was not a nightmare because of Kate or me, but because of just the process of yeah. playing golf in a different country, renting clubs, getting balls, all that. But pitch and putts are great. <laughs> yeah, it was so fun. I, like, I could have gone around that thing a thousand times. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, just to share that experience with her and uh, and see her excitement. And she was like, she wanted to go to the range after. Huh. She like, I don't think she, exactly. I don't know. She might say she was embarrassed, but um, I thought she did amazing. She had some really, really great shots. And her putting was like awesome. Huh. They had good touch. Um, she had an awesome chip on the last hole. Um, but it was a little a little tough to get airborne off the tee um, mm-hmm. with no warm-up. She hadn't hit in a while, but I thought she did a great job. And uh, just to hear her talk about it in, in that way, I was like, wow, like it's pretty cool. That was that was a round that I think uh, gave me energy just to experience that with her. It was mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. I think the first time you see someone on the golf course ever, like huge reward with, with students, like when you take a kid on the course or an adult, that's getting into the game for the first time and you start playing holes and putting it together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, that's, that's how it goes. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. So that, that's my last shout out. Um, it was one more, one more pretty, um, energetic round. Yeah. Cool. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks. Before you get off the golf course today, you could have some moments that will change the course of your life.